If you want to be better tomorrow than you are today, you found the right podcast. We'll help you choose to be more positive, live more passionately, and be present in the moment. Welcome to the Passion by Choice podcast with your hosts, Dave and Denise. All right. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in for episode number 16 of our Passion by Choice podcast. This is Dave here, as always, with Denise. And the title of today's episode is How Much is Enough? Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Dave, when we decided to do an episode on this, I know that you had shared with me that you wanted to give the listeners a story. So take it away. So this story is something that, strangely enough, really started to change and shape my life. I'm going to read this story to you, and we've all heard a version of this, so I'm just going to actually read a version of it. It's going to be brief, and then we're going to get into how it personally affected me. So here we go. The story is called The Mexican Fisherman and the Investment Banker. An American investment banker was taking a much-needed vacation in a small coastal Mexican village when a small boat with just one fisherman pulled up to the pier he was standing on. The boat had several large fresh fish in it. The investment banker was impressed by the quality of the fish and asked the Mexican how long it took him to catch them. The fisherman replied, only a little while. The banker then asked why he didn't stay out longer and catch more fish. The fisherman replied that he had enough to support his family's immediate needs and he didn't need to. The American then asked, but what do you do with the rest of your time? To which the fisherman replied, I sleep late, fish a little, play with my children, take a siesta with my wife, stroll into the village each evening where I sip wine and play guitar with my amigos. I have a very full and busy life, senor. The investment banker scoffed. I'm an Ivy League MBA and a very successful businessman, and I can help you. You could spend more time fishing and with the proceeds, buy a bigger boat. And with the proceeds from the bigger boat, you could buy several boats until eventually you would have a whole fleet of fishing boats. Instead of selling your catch to the middleman, you could then sell directly to a processor and eventually open your own cannery. You could then control the product, process, and the entire distribution. He then added, of course, you're going to need to leave this small coastal fishing village and move to Mexico City, but there you can run your growing enterprise. The Mexican fisherman frowned and said, but senor, how long will all of this take? To which the American replied, well, 15 to 20 years. But then what? asked the fisherman. The American laughed and said, that's the best part. When the time is right, you can announce an IPO and sell all of your company's stock to the public and become very, very rich. You will make millions. Millions, senor? Then what? asked the fisherman. To which the investment banker replied, well, then you can retire. You could move to a small coastal fishing village where you can sleep late, fish a little, play with your kids, take a siesta with your wife, stroll to the village in the evenings where you can sip wine and play your guitar with your amigos. The Mexican fisherman just smiled. I love that. So many messages there, so many things to think about. And I know you said that this story resonates with you and changed your life a bit. It really, really did. Once upon a time, and I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur, but once upon a time, I was so driven that in one of my businesses, it was my goal 
for in five or 10 years, I was going to have branch offices everywhere across the state of Montana. I wanted to open in Idaho. I wanted to open in Washington. I mean, I had a, not only a game plan, but a roadmap mm-hmm. on how I was going to make all of that happen. And I was nose of the grindstone. Let's get this done. And I found myself probably a couple years after I started the business, not in a good mental space and not necessarily happy. I never felt fulfilled. I never felt like I had enough. No matter how hard I worked, that next step was just out of reach. Mm -hmm. And I would lose sleep at night. I would be stressed during the day. I wasn't spending the time how I wanted to with my family and it was really stressing me out. And believe it or not, this story was kind of the start of a change for me when I realized why. How much is enough? And here's the thing. Sure, I could do all that and I could have all these branches and I could be wildly successful and I'm going to work 60 or 70 hours a week and I'm going to, to, you know, grind myself down to the bone and busting my butt for all this. Why? So I really started to, instead of do that, take a look and see what do I want my life to be? I don't care about work. Let's look at my, at my, at my life and see how I want that structure to be and what is important to me. And everyone is different. But to me, it was my family. It was you, Denise. It was spending time with Kellen. It was coaching things, spending time with friends, fishing, hunting, doing the things that I want to do and that I enjoy doing and enjoying our wonderful state of Montana, not working all the time. Mm-hmm. And I realized with a couple switches with a couple efficiencies, I can do that, but I don't need to have all these branch offices anywhere, everywhere. And then I started to realize, you know what? I have a house. I have a car that I don't have a car loan for. I have a great family. I have, you know, a little fishing raft. I have everything that I need. Yeah. All the hobbies you enjoy, but do you have the time to enjoy them? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I have little, all the little things that make my life fulfilled. And I thought, okay, what can I do to make my life more fulfilling? Well, I can spend time filling my bucket. I can, you know, the nonprofit we run, Heroes for Kids, to help kids in sports and give scholarships out. I can focus some of my time on that. Now I can focus on my time on, on coaching in this podcast. I can focus in a career that I genuinely enjoy in mortgage, but more than anything, I can turn it off at night. I can turn it off at 5.30. I don't really have to work weekends, and I can have the kind of life that I want to live that I thought mm-hmm. that I need to make $10 million in order to live. Mm-hmm. Well, just like the Mexican fisherman, no. I need to reassess and figure out how much is enough for me. And I have other business business associates who are not like that. They are still, I'm going to reach the stars and they are grinding every day in and out and God bless them for doing that. Yeah. But I found my enough Yeah. and my enough is where I'm at and it's a lifestyle that I enjoy. Yeah. And I'm proud of you for that. I think, first of all, I think a lot of people out there can relate to this, um, especially people who have that kind of a spirit of an entrepreneur driven type a personality how much is enough and i think it's important to constantly be assessing your life and and it's great if you're driven and you want more and you've got you know your your doing business in, I don't know, we'll just say certain dollar amounts but you're always striving to grow that and and that's important growth and 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 all of that but I think it's important for those individuals like you did to also think, okay, what are my enjoyments in life? Making sure that you're carving out the time to enjoy those things and thinking about how your busyness and your all your your always striving to have more affects 
those that are close to you in your life as well. Because right. I can tell you back when you were that person that just had that roadmap and you were so driven and you were going to conquer that that business world and it you weren't always super enjoyable to be around. Right, for sure. You weren't really present no. in the moment for you know, our marriage and, and not that it was bad, that that sounded really bad, but you'll get where I'm going. You just were always seemed to have a little bit of a distraction. For sure. And that's something I've always struggled with no matter what. And then once I threw in the conquer the world kind of attitude and, and business plan, it just, it got worse. And here's the thing, just because it works for me doesn't mean it works for the next person. Everyone has their different enough. And I've had this conversation with several people before, and I'll have every now and then someone kind of push back and say, well, don't you want this? Or don't you want that? Don't you want to leave your kids money when you die? Don't you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that one I loved because I had a good friend of mine who's also a very good businessman. He's like, yeah, but don't you want to leave your son with a legacy and, and with a bunch of money in the bank when you die? And, and I thought, you know what? Yeah, sure. That would, that would be great. But you know what I want to leave my son with more? Memories. Yeah. I want him to remember me being around. Well, and this all goes to say it's it's not like you're going to just stop being successful. Right. You're exactly. going to still continue to grow wealth and what you can leave behind to your son. And, and Invest smartly. I mean, right. you don't need $20 million to invest smartly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting concept. And I would challenge those out there that kind of have that always striving for the next best thing mentality to just constantly just check themselves, make sure that they're feeling good physically, good mentally, because man, that can be draining over time that can just wear you into the ground and make sure you're constantly thinking about how are my actions and what I'm doing affecting my loved ones and closest friends, because I can assure you that they're They're wanting to spend more time with you and not necessarily just looking to enjoy all the things that you're bringing in with your time being spent towards chasing that next best thing, if that makes sense. It does. And, you know, I I want everyone to think of their life as, as a road trip. We're taking the road trip once. Yeah. Only one time. And you don't know when that trip's going to end. So enjoy what you have when you have it. Mm-hmm. For God's sakes, don't just say, I can't wait until retirement to mm-hmm. do X, Y, Z, because you may not make it to re- retirement. This is so sad, but how many times do you hear about someone retiring, getting to live the good life then, and then within literally a year, they've passed away? Exactly. Live your life now. Mm-hmm. Figure out what is important to you, what is enough for you and your family, and to make things important. And I tell you what, people, I think if you look hard, most of the time, it's not $10 million. Mm-hmm. Sure, money helps. Just like you can run a marathon barefoot, but shoes help. Right. <laughs> money helps things. I get that. Right. But how much is enough for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super important. I love All right. It. So uh, let's talk about what we are thankful for. Um, as we sit in a mini snowpocalypse um, <laughs> of blowing snow and cold, and I wish that I was a Mexican fisherman at the moment, um, I am thankful for our snowplow drivers that get out there at all hours of the day and bust their butts so we have safe roads to travel on. So thank you. All right. I am thankful for um, f- just fitness um, and how I feel after I get a good workout in and um, just knowing what it, it gives to my life and my, my mental and physical well-being. Those endorphins after a workout is great. Yeah. Okay, so our end of our episode quote, the key to happiness is wanting what you have, not always having what you want. 
Next episode, we're going to talk about how not to take life so seriously, something I always struggle with as well. So it's going to be a good one. Everyone like us, subscribe, uh, follow us, listen to all of our podcasts, uh, check out our website, igniteatpassionbychoice.com. And um, yeah. Thanks, everyone. Let's Let's go. go.